Thermal Sound Waves. Wave. It's Thermal Sound Waves. We uh -huh. are here, and hey. um, we have a guest that's joining us right about now. And um, I had an opportunity to meet him um, at a party that he was doing at his house, at his home. And um, I found out that he was a producer while I was there. At, <laughs> I, did, I did, didn't know this. At his home. Yeah. It was his birthday, actually. So you he was having a, he was having a barbecue birthday barbecue slash birthday party a barbecue slash birthday party. So was the cake right? Barbecue ribs or something like that? No, 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 no. It was a regular cake, but just oh, everything okay. else was, was like it a barbecue cake. No, no, it was just a straight cake, regular cake. But everything okay. else about the function was um, uh, a barbecue slash party slash. It was a lot of slashes going on. <laughs> but okay, it was it was a fun event, a fun event, and. Being there, I saw the machine. You know the equipment, the machine. Oh, so you was analyzing the house, the spot, like. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I, mean, I, I saw equipment. And I'm like, hey. Yeah. Okay. You know, only certain people use these Correct. type of you know pieces of equipment. Okay, so, I got you. so I had to ask, you production, and, and that's when the whole uh, conversation began. And I found out that you know he was a producer and he did all of these other things. And uh, joining us right now, we have uh, Segnon. I don't want to mispronounce your last name, so I'm gonna let you. It's okay. You could just rock with Segnon. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Okay. Okay. All right. That's my producer name too. Okay. Cool. 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 So we'll keep it that way. My real name. We'll keep it that way. You know. Absolutely. Before we go further, what does that stand for? Segnon is it's it's Ghanaian. It's from Ghana. Okay. Yeah, it means beloved. Beloved. Ah, beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Because your names mean things. Names mean a lot. A whole lot, which is why they were taken and, and changed. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they mean a whole lot. Yes, they do. <laughs> See truth. But that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Shout out to Ghana. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, always, big ups to uh, big ups to my, my homie, my brother David Bidiaco. Um oh, you got you got people in Ghana? Yeah, man. Okay. Well he's here, but um I've known him okay. like forever. Like we we came up like through high school years and college and all that. So and he does music as well. Oh, but he's a real, real, real good brother of mine, man. Real good brother. So yeah. They ask me when I'm coming to Ghana. I'm like, yo, listen, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go, man. Yeah, like it's beautiful. No, like seriously, like I, I'm going. Okay. I, I'm gonna go. I'm just trying to fit it, fit it in the itinerary of the year, and I'm like, make it happen. All right, we gotta find a way. <laughs> it's 16 hours, right? It's yeah, yeah. You gotta take two flights. You you gotta go to go through London, London. seven hours, and then like another eight hours, 15, 16 hours. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people drive that like from all the way up New York, exactly, or going down exactly. south. So I mean, come on. Yeah. It's just watching like three <laughs> it's movies. Light work. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Three movies. Yeah. Exactly. Just don't get that. Just don't get that budget seat though. <laughs> don't take spirit. Don't don't do that. Oh no! <laughs> no. Wait, they got spirit together? No, no, no. I was no. about to say that sounds crazy. Yeah. That sounds yeah, crazy if they had that going on. Um, you $40 round trip, but they charge you $500 right. for each bag. Seriously. Yeah, you'd be in the oh yoga gosh. pose like <laughs> for the whole right. time. All right. I've seen people before like, ha not me. Lotus, 14 hours. Once I go over that pond, once I go over ocean, I'm like, nah, I got to get a real seat. Oh, yeah. Going over ocean, I need a real seat because yeah. that's when you know them flights is real. Yeah. Definitely. And, and, also, I got to big up Yvonne, who actually made the introduction. I wouldn't right, have met right. you without Yvonne, yes, you know, yes, yes. making that introduction. So big ups to her for yes. making Shots that whole to, thing happen. Shout to the Mitchell family also. They're big on Ghana. Okay. Now, Harry, my production. 
music and, and all of these these things. Yeah. Was that something that you always had with you, like intentions of doing or, or growing up? Did you always have a, a sense that you would get into music or was it something that just progressed as things went along? It's funny. I've always been into music. Um, I never thought I would really like dive into it, but um I just naturally kind of gravitated towards it. Mm -hmm. And uh, like when I graduated high school, for some reason my parents like, they just knew like, yo, let me, let me give this dude an MPC. What school did you graduate? Wait, wait, wait. I graduated ho from- uh, ho Hold up. He said his parents gave him an MPC. Wait, your parents did what? Yeah, they gave me an MPC. That's right. my, that my graduation time process. Out, time out, time yeah. out, time yeah. out. Parents time gave him an MPC. Yeah. Let's, let's, take, let's, let's dissect this. From yeah. one, what school? So I went to school in Long Island. I went to Catholic school, Chaminade. Okay. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Catholic school. I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. I big on the football. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're really good at football. Yeah, big on the football tip. All right. Which part of Long Island is that? It's in it's in Nassau. Like okay, yeah, okay. yeah. It's Nassau. in Neal, Yeah. All right. Now, usually, when a child graduates, yep, or a child's going to school, parents want to give you something like either for a doctor, something, something that a tool that you can use to be a doctor, an attorney. I've never heard any parent give their child an MPC. Yeah. Come out of school. Yeah. Especially when parents is like first generation. Oh, generation. yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like unheard of. Like, they're not even hearing that. You're, what? Yeah. If it's not for school, you're not getting none of that. Like, so yeah. they, that means they they saw the big, they got out that box that most people try to are end up become, conditioned to become in. Like, I don't want to hear nothing else. It got to be doctor, lawyer. That's it. You know, so you got that box. And we're going to give you something for your passion and your love. And that's beautiful. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that, like, I think part of it was, like, you know what? I can tell that this is the direction he wants to go in, even though it's not necessarily the direction I want him to go in. Because my mom wanted me to go to law school. You know, okay, like, straight up. Like, you know right, what I mean? Like, there you go. Right. Yeah. Right, she wanted right. me to go to law school. But, like, I think she was wise. I think she just knew, like, I can't really fight, fight this. And like, she let saved me money. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> She's thinking long term, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I got that MPC and um, no, no six figure debt with Sally Mae. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and and I took that to school with me, and um, and I, I messed around with it a little bit. And the funny thing is that like, I was I was all right with it, but I wasn't really that nice with the, with the MPC. It was like it wasn't natural to me. Everybody out there, what is the MPC? MPC. Yeah. I'll, I'll let it's, you. It's a classic drum machine, man. A lot a lot of producers going back. Till the early days, you know, been using MPC. It's like it's like one of the early drum machines, and um, and so I got that back in the day. This is before software. You know, this isn't like this is in two thousand. So this is before you know everyone started downloading software and everything. But I got that, and actually, I wasn't even that nice with with, with the MPC. I wasn't nice with the chops like that. Like I, I I emulated. You know, I wanted to emulate a lot of producers like Pete Rock and Primo, and you know what I mean, like greats. The, the greats. I, so so that's why I wanted the MPC, just because it's like I need to get an MPC. Right. And I had it, and I was like, I was just not really doing anything with it. And um, it wasn't until I got to college, and I'm on college, like the campus, and you know they got file like file sharing software. They got all the stuff, and um, and I downloaded Fruity Loops. You know, and I got that, and that actually, that interface, that was a lot more like just natural to me. So like, it took me a little bit because I was like, I was, I was trying to force it with the MPC. I was trying, I was like, I got, I got to do it. This, this is what everyone's using. This is what all the legends are using. But it wasn't until really I got Fruit Loops that I was like, okay, now, now I get it. Now I actually know what I'm doing. Now I can actually like create something and start building something. And you got into your own style. And I got, yeah, I got in my own back. thing. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I wasn't really trying to like, to be. You know, be primo, be, right. you know, be right, right. You know, and that's what it takes sometimes. You know, you 
you start off, you know, copying or like, let me try how they're doing it. Yeah. And then you develop your own skills. Exactly. You know, as, as things go along. And what was the first thing that you made or the first track production that you did where you like, okay, this is, this is me. Like, this is, this is, I'm, I'm here now. Like I'm actually making, making music. Well, there's two different things. So like I, the, the path that I had was like, even when I started making music, Beats were trash. You know, beats are just horrible. But like, right. no Stop good at all. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that at was, least you're honest. Yeah. Well, I could say it now. But if you told me, if you asked me then, they, they were hot. Right. <laughs> like that was fire. It was fire. Right. Right. So you know, uh, I thought it was weird. It didn't sound like anything else. I was like, this is original. This is about to change the game. This is innovative. You know, it just I had no idea what I was doing. Right. So it, it wasn't until like I, then I started like downloading sounds that sounded like anybody else. You know, I started doing like, oh, let me get like some Neptunes drums. Let me get, you know, what I mean, choo, choo. exactly all that sound like like the early Neptunes, like when they were doing like that Super Thug, like you know, like right. that sound, like that, dun, 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 like that kind of. Like I was doing that, and um, and it, it wasn't until I like I I stepped out of that. Download my own drums, started EQing my own stuff, using my own instruments, and played something for like for, for for some people, and they were like, "Yo, this actually sounds like like it could be something," you know what I mean? Like, and then people on campus actually were like, "Yo, I, can I can I hop on that?" You know what I mean? Like, I want to rap on that. Uh, okay. Once people started wanting to actually rap on tracks, right? So I was like, "Okay, okay, this could actually be something that's all right," you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And and what was that like like? Like how often or or how early in the morning would people like trying to come by and just like hit you up like all the time like oh yeah so I, I had a spot in uh, on campus that had like we had this big we had this huge red light in my in my dorm and we had this window that was like and it opened up in the top of the roof and oh, so see from, the red like, light district exactly exactly uh. and you can see it, you can see it from the street so people saw the red light they're like oh <laughs> so they just called the spot the red room they're like oh that's the red room that's the red room that's where he's making those those joints and what campus was this this is at Amherst College in, in Massachusetts. Okay. Western Mass, yeah, yeah, small school, um, and yeah, and people just whenever they saw the red light, that's what that was like their cue, and people just rolled through. You know what I mean? Like it was like, all right, the red light's on, right? We could just, we could just come by, so people right. just started coming by whenever, got gotcha. you know, cooking something up, and, and people would hop on, people would freestyle. You know what I mean? And, but even then, it wasn't even we weren't even like recording anything. It was just like let me let me get this. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't what like it is now, where it's like it's a lot easier to just get in there and start like, recording and making joints. Right. You get the software. We had free loops. But recording was a little bit more tricky. It wasn't until like years later that like you know it became a lot easier. People got mics, USB mics. It got a little you know in the beginning it was just it was just fun, just freestyling. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you did that? Did those sessions or anything lead to shows like on campus and stuff like that and, and productions on campus? Funny thing is like it didn't lead to like any any of the artists that I that I work with anything with them. But I actually kind of got a little bit into like rhyming for a little bit. Oh, so you got in front of the? I got in front of the mic just because like I was doing it and like and I had the beats and like you know and I would freestyle a little bit back then and um, and we had a little um, we had like a little a little group that we put together. There was a couple of musicians on campus and the crazy thing that bugged me out is that like I had so I had some beats and we had this little band. We had like a keyboard a keyboardist. We had a, a bassist. Uh, we had a, drum, a drummer and um, this other MC. And one day I was just sent I sent them a bunch of beats and we were mainly doing just like covers of records, like covers of like New York State of Mind and you know, just like classic records. And um, and I sent them some some beats I had and I showed up to like rehearse because we would play play at parties and stuff like that. And they were playing one of my beats, like that I just messed around on the oh, free wow. loops and they played with live instruments and I was like, Yo, wow. this sounds so much crazy with that live <laughs> bass, those live drums, this is crazy. Right. And uh, and so we, we started just doing shows on campus. 
And um, eventually, like, they had this this contest for, like, who could open up for the uh, spring concert. And um, and we applied thinking, like, we weren't going to win because they had, like, like Amherst College is, like, known for its a cappella groups. They have, like, a million a cappella groups. And they're all, like, over the top. They have these dance routines. They do all this, like, they're, like, over the top a cappella. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, so we submitted, like, thinking, like, all right, well, they're going to give it to this group. They've been around for forever. And we won. And uh, so we got to open up for uh, Talib Kweli in common. And, oh uh, wow! Yeah, nice. yeah. It was it was it was pretty crazy. at like a big spring festival. So, yeah. Back then, I didn't I didn't I didn't really like. I wrote a little bit, but I didn't right. really write. Right. So I would mean like we would just like get on stage right. and I would like come up with stuff off the top a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. This is back in my rhyming days. Gotcha. I don't do it anymore, but you know what I mean. But but yeah yeah. How so, how receptive were they to you? Um, in that in that space that during that that show like Talib and Common and oh they were they were crazy reception this this is back in like man this is the era where like Quali had dropped Get By you know, oh okay like still was, early oh, wow. yeah it was it was back then he, was, <laughs> he had just it's still early yeah and he had had the record they had the record with him off the um, college dropout you know um, and Common Common had just dropped the light like this was that that era right um, and they were mad cool oh, wow. they were mad cool I mean yeah. Common I mean Common's obviously a legend. So, you know, he, I mean, he shut the show, like just seeing them perform, like we had our, we, you know, we rehearsed and we did our thing. We, you know, we got a good response or whatever, but then seeing Common come out and Common's just, I mean, he's on another level. He yeah. was freestyling about things in the neighborhood, like the local pizza spots. I was like, yo, this dude does his homework. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. he's on another yeah. level. It's a real freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. For real, for real. He, he lived many places too. Like yeah. he was yeah. living in New York. Yeah. He was in Brooklyn for a while. Uh, I remember seeing him actually just in passing the different places like like, right, like walking like, yeah yeah exactly like yeah like normal, sometimes fast yeah but um <laughs> but walk, yeah sometimes fast i don't blame him <laughs> but yeah yeah he's been around but that definitely and and talib also like yeah. i remember him most and all of them like coming up like when they had the bookstore you know out in brooklyn um and kiru books and all that when they, they used to have sessions I think it was Fridays or Saturday. I forget which days it was, but it used to be just open sessions. Okay. So they would just start it off freestyling, then whoever would just come through and just just start just, yeah. just kicking rhymes and stuff like that. That's so, how that's how it was. So does. yeah, so all of that kind of you know thing, all of those particular events and whatnot, you know, grow and become what it is. And yeah. Like for yeah. you, like doing things with the band and all of that, like it. it got into you doing stuff for Sky Zoo and yeah, you know, I, people like that. And yeah. Yeah, so it's like I started out doing that and I, I just enjoyed like, you know, like the reaction from the crowd and like actually putting out material that people could hear and things like that. But when I, once I graduated, you know, I, I, I didn't oh, really so want to... Let's clap it off you. you. You graduated. Oh, thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so once I graduated, I moved back to New York and, um, and I linked up with my brother who's like, who's been rhyming for a while. Um, what, and what's the name here? His name is rap name's in Cozy. Cozy, Cozy, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and so he um, he, he had a little click in in in, um, in Yonkers, and um, and once I came back, we we actually built a little studio in in the crib back then, a smaller version of the of the studio I have now. Uh, the little red room. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> just a, a miniature, miniature one, and uh, and uh, and we had like just a lot of folks from the neighborhood who just come through and just like and, and record and that, that's when I actually really started like recording records you know what I mean like really recording joints and that slowly would build and we uh, you know got some relationships and, and uh, we started working out of the studio we started actually like record a bunch of stuff in our studio but then we would go to more official studios like the Spot Stadium Red that was in Harlem back in the day Just Blaze used to work out of there um, Just Blaze? Yeah 
And uh, this dude, Omen, uh, producer, he also... Uh, he's, a great, he's a good producer. Yeah, great producer, man. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we worked with them. And uh, and Link with Sky Zoo did, did a couple records. Uh, dope MC. I mean, Sky Zoo. Extremely, I mean, extremely. And just like, a great human being. Yeah, yeah. People don't really know about him because he does a lot of writing. Yeah, yeah. Behind the scenes. He, he does a lot of writing for people. So people yeah. don't really know about him. But if you've ever heard any of his materials... Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's he's on another level. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, so slowly building, you know, just slowly slowly started building and then So now at that point, getting the MPC and all that, well, what does your mom say after she starts to see all of these things start happening now? Like what, what does she think or what does she say? I mean, she 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 saw that something was happening. She I mean, she's she's African mom, you know what I'm saying? So she's right. still like, yo, when when you gonna go to law school? <laughs> right. Like, like this is cool, but like it's, you know, what's up with that law school though? Right, you know what yeah, I mean? right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just how it is. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, today still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and forever. You know I mean? It will always forever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Until yeah. you do it. Yeah, exactly. You can become so successful. <laughs> you can become the the most billionaire person out here still. You plan on still going? Yeah. It's like yeah. You not see what's going on over here, but that's just how they. Are. I, I, know, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. So, so yeah, yeah. She, she. They mean out of love, by the way. So shout out to the parents. We know you oh, mean absolutely. out of love. Yes. Oh, but, but yeah. that's that's parents. Yeah, you yeah. know, everybody knows that. <laughs> that's how they get that. Funny. That's a stereotype. That's real. It's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's thermal sound waves, a natural alternative hey. to fast food radio. We hear see truth. Kev Lawrence, Segnon. We chopping it up, talking about producing and yeah. and the journey and. All, all things that that leads to bigger things, you know. Once you plant that seed early, and uh, you never know what where things can lead or what they can become. But uh, a lot of times, it's something great. So if if you do have a passion for something, um, just just keep at it, keep doing it, and keep plugging away. You know, regardless of what people say. Um, you work with uh, a woman by the name of Latasha Alcindor, right? Yeah, yeah. Is she related to? Um, Kareem Abdul Jabbar? No, no, no. She's not. Ooh, not she's not Al related to Loose Alcindor. No. no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just had. To, just had to ask. <laughs> she's super dope, though. Super dope MC. She's from Brooklyn. She actually just moved out to uh, to LA. Um, yeah, just dope. Just one of the dopest MCs. She's actually like I, even calling her MC is like it's kind of limiting. She's just a dope creative artist. Um, right. Pro like I've never seen. She might be the most talented performer I've ever seen live. Like she's wow. just incredible. I have to check it out. I, yeah. I wasn't familiar until it, you. I saw, you know, that you were working with her. So I'm like, who that? You know, what, what does she really do? Yeah, so. she's, she's doing big things. She just got a, 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 a sponsorship deal with, with Tic Tac. So she just put out a little, little promo for for them. Okay. So shout out to her for that. That's a, that was a, a big look. But yeah, she's um she's yeah she's dope ass artist. I mean, Tic Tac for the, the breath control. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And how did you link up with her? So I, I linked up with. I started connecting with. Um, this collective of artists um, back in probably I think it was 2013 um, first I met this this kid Lafayette Stokely so one of my boys actually created this app he created this app that teaches people how to freestyle um, and he came, me and him came up with a few different ideas for apps I'm sure everybody comes up with an idea for a dope app like oh well, let's come up with this and um, and he wrote it down in a napkin one day, and I was like, "Yo, that's great, man. That's an awesome idea." Just slowly teaches people how to how to how to freestyle. Did he burn the napkin after? Yeah, <laughs> he should have, right? That's <laughs> how you, you run on a napkin, you gotta burn it after. Someone jacked that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he wrote it down. And it was like, and this is just my boy. I went to college with him, just regular dude, and um, and he, I was like, "It's a great idea. It's brilliant. Uh, how are we how are we gonna you know pay to get someone to to develop it?" And uh, 
And he's like, I, I don't know. And he disappeared for like a few months. I mean, my boy, he just disappears sometimes. So he disappeared for a few months. <laughs> and the next time I saw him, yeah, I got like, a couple of friends of that too. Yeah, yeah, he disappeared. It's like it's all good. You come back, you reconnect, and uh, and he pops back up, and it's like, I was like, yeah, what's going on? He's like, yeah, remember that app idea? I was like, yeah. He's like, yo, I uh, I built it, and I was like. You, you you built it like you know how to code like when, when did that happen he's like oh I just bought some books I taught myself how to code right I was like are you wow. kidding me right so he just straight up he built- was at the party right yeah 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 yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I remember I yeah, know yeah. Orpheus yeah. Said, yeah, 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 yeah 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 so see that means if you met him be his friend he'll disappear <laughs> for a while and he comes back see truth I got it you know what I mean that's how I <laughs> shout out to you man so this guy this guy's like he's a genius he just straight up just built it I was like yo and it, it was exactly like he wrote on the napkin and uh, and he just built it, it was an iOS app, um, and it was called uh, Rhyme Coach, and uh, and so he was he was literally he was going out in the street because he didn't have any money for marketing or anything. He was just going out in the street to anyone he thought would be interested in the app, and he was like, "Yo, yo, you listen to hip hop? You, you you know like you, you would you be interested? You got an iPhone? Would you be interested in downloading this app?" And he would just go up to random strangers, right? And he went up to this kid outside of um, outside of the store and was like, "Yo, yo, you, you interested in in, uh, in, in hip hop?" And the kid initially thought like, yo, this is this dude trying to like, he's trying to sell me something? Is he trying to like right. rob me? Right. He's like a big dude. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, in, I'm into hip hop. He's like, yo, just get this app called Rhyme Coach. Uh, my, my boy did all the beats in it. And he's like, yo, actually, I'm an MC. I, I actually rap a little bit. And he's like, oh, word? You should connect. You should like, connect with my boy. And, um, and so I linked with this kid, Lafayette Stokely, this dope ass MC from, um, from Florida, based out of, uh, he, was in, he lived in Brooklyn for a few years, but he was uh, born and raised in Florida. And uh, and we connected and ended up working on on a project. And through him, I met this whole collective of artists that led me to uh, to Latasha uh, and, wow. and a few others. Um, so it was just complete chance encounter. And it's like we That's always think back happens. to that day, like yo, my boy just happened to see him on the street, and he happened to be like to be cool about like yeah, you know, like it seemed a little shady. He's trying to ask me about my phone and like this app. I don't know if he's trying to rob me, you know. Trying to get you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, what time you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it be. Exactly. So somebody asks you for the time, I don't know. That's how you get God, you know? It's right. God's time. Yeah. I can do the eyes. God's time. <laughs> like, all right, he ain't gonna forward it. Let's keep going. Next victim. Yeah. But that's beautiful, man. That's how it be sometimes. Yes. When you, uh, sometimes you can befriend somebody and you just feel like they're cool. Somebody else might yeah. tell you, like, oh, no, they're a weirdo. Stay away from them. Like, why? He's a cool person. Yeah. That cool person is probably a genius, you know, or yep. just that person may know somebody that you didn't realize that you needed, but 10 years down the line, you realize now, and you're already so deep in relationship with each other. I don't mean funny. I mean, like, just a friendly relationship with each other. Yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, listen, go meet my cousin. I know you want to do that. Like, I've been trying to do this all my life. Yeah. Go over there. Next you know, you just meet so many people, you're connected. Because it goes back to what people say, you go to school your life. But still, everything comes back down to relationships. True, true. You're like, who do you know? Wow, you know that person? All right, all right cool. Come in tomorrow. I'll come out of the house. Come have a birthday barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. And, and now we're here. Yeah, yeah. That's how it goes out. That's how it happens. Um, what What is your like process like as far as working with people? Because I'm sure... You can get requests and, yep. and people want to work f- with you from everywhere, but you don't pick everybody. So what are your qualifications as far as picking someone to work with? So the main thing is like, I, well, first I got to hear something from this. Obviously, there's got to be a base level of like talent, right? Like someone's got to have some skill. They, gotta, they can't just be nothing, right? They can't be someone who doesn't have any talent at all. Uh, but I think in the long run, like 
because I've worked with people who have, who have a lot of talent. I think what it ends up being is like collaborations, especially things beyond like I'm just sending you a beat and we're just gonna you know just, you hop on it, whatever. Send me back the verse. Um, I, I prefer to like build and make an actual record, make a song. You know what I mean? As opposed to just like send you something, you know, you send me some, you you Venmo me and that's it. I, I want to build relationships, and so to me, it's more about like. It's like forming a real relationship. It's like it's like dating. You know what I mean? It's like it's like, do I want to spend time with this person? Do I want to be around this person? They're you know going to saying? be in your life. Yeah, they're going to be in your <laughs> life. Vice versa. So yeah. it's like it's a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do we communicate with each other? You know what I mean? Like, are we on the same page? And I ne I never try. Like, like, I do a lot of different stuff production wise. I, I'm all over the place, so I can like I can adjust to different folks. But I have to have a sense, like we both have to have a sense to like of where we're going. You know what I mean? Like, what is what is the direction? What's the sound? Like, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to do? Like, and if I can't translate it, like I'm not gonna force it. You know what I mean? Like, there's some some artists I've uh, who've reached out who are super dope and and whatever they're trying to tra like try to put out there, I just can't. It's not working for whatever reason. Right. We get along fine, but it's just not it's just not translating. Right. It's like sometimes you can't force it. Are there subject matters or things that? artists may be into or or maybe speaking about talking about or what have you singing about or whatever that you're just not going to be with that under any particular circumstance like like nah i mean it's it's cool it's creative and all that but i just i i can't really get with that i don't i don't think so i mean i think that i, I wouldn't have like criteria in terms of like these are subjects i wouldn't touch to me it's really all about the approach you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of great comedians who are like figure out a way to like make jokes about things that are entirely inappropriate to joke about, but they do it in a way that's like, oh, oh, okay, you found the way to make that joke funny, to to make that subject funny. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a way to to tell a joke about the Holocaust that's funny. You know what I mean? And it's a sensitive subject. It's like it takes a lot of maneuvering to be able to make that funny and to not you know offend people to to have a lot of people go, oh, that was funny though. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that if you can find a way to to approach a subject and and tackle it in a way that's like interesting and 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 hitting it from an angle that's just like okay shit. So I don't think anything is off off limits as far as subject matter, but right. uh, but it's all in the approach. You know what I mean? If if you're just gonna say something just to say just to be controversial, just to like say something dumb, like you know, then no. You know what I mean? To me, right. it's more about like do I respect the intellect of this artist? You know where they're coming from, what they're trying to say with it. Okay, then, then, then let's go for it. You know what I mean? Because I think you should be allowed to say and do whatever. You know. Right. Has there been any particular circumstance or artist or just particular situations, musically, creatively, or or what have you, that has stretched your creative process? Where it's oh, like, oh yeah, wow, like, yeah, I put a, I put an album out last year. It was a pop rock album. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like straight up pop rock. Uh, I got some blues on there. I have like oh, really? some like yeah yeah it's like you yourself or the, yeah who? I produced I, I I'm not singing on it you know okay who's Although the I do actually rap on one who's the artist track. on it the artist is Chris Saunders Chris Saunders yeah okay. yeah yeah also live instruments too yeah yeah live instruments yeah so, you said uh, you're rapping on one of them I, I'm, I'm yeah I'm featured on one on one track okay what yeah, track is yeah. that it's the first track the album's called Liquid Therapy okay and the 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 title cut Liquid, Liquid, therapy. Liquid therapy yeah yeah. Yeah. What kind of therapy you talking about? Yeah, what kind yeah. Of liquid you talking about? <laughs> my, my man, my man, Chris Saunders likes likes a beverage. So, oh, uh, you know, so, <laughs> oh, so yeah, that liquid therapy, you know. Yeah, watch organs yeah. with that. <laughs> now, with with you doing this music, for see truth knows of you. You're on Thermal Sammy's radio track, Life Radio. 
WLGK. Let's say you go somewhere. How can somebody look at you and be like, yeah, you're that, that dope producer. They're going to ask you, well, like, what have you done? Like, well, what can somebody, I mean, you know, it's, it's really their own. They got to do the original themselves. But where can somebody go to be like, oh, wow, no, you're that producer. Yeah. Instead of saying, why should I even work with you? Like, who are you? You're not Swiss Beats. You're not, you're not a hit boy. Why would I even want to work with you? Or give me a beat and I'll, work, uh, I'll do it for free. Yeah. I'll, I'll take your beat and. Yeah, you know, just people feel like they got to see something on you to like be like to get wowed and yeah. to catch an understanding. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's I think it's really like I mean, you could check out my stuff. You could check out my production. You know, I got my in my Instagram. I have a lot of stuff, like non TV. Um, but uh, I, I think really to me, it comes down to like I, I need to have a conversation with the artist. If an artist could sit down, because I could send you a beat and it's hot. It could be the hottest beat that you know, flames, whatever. But to me, really, it comes down to. Like I said, let's make a record. Let's make something that's going to be memorable. I'm not trying to make music that's just, like, I could give you a catchy beat, and you can come up with some catchy hook, and it could it could go, right? It could be the one that goes. But that's not really what I'm trying to do. Like, I'm trying to establish, like, long-term relationships, make lasting music. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of, like, no shots to any producers out there. And there's, there's a million producers that make beats now, and, you know, and it's easy to get to download software, and it's easy to... To, to put something out there, especially now, there's all kinds of things. There's, there's like templates for trap music, and you know what I mean. It's it's, it's very simple to do a lot of basic things, um, and there's a lot of basic rappers. You know what I mean. There's a lot of basic melodies and things like that. And if people want to do that, that's cool, but it's not what I do. You know what I mean. So if they want to work with me, it's it's let's sit down. Like, who are you as a person? What are you trying to say? You know, what are we trying to say? Because like, like you mentioned, like my my name is associated with it. So like, let's let's be saying something. Yeah, and we can be saying something ignorant as long as long as we're doing it in an inventive way. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like we got to be presenting something that's a little because there's a lot of like ratchet stuff that's that's fire. You know what I mean? It's like when I'm taking a shower, I'm the biggest <laughs> yeah. drug dealer ever. Yeah, exactly. When I'm taking a shower, yeah. I sell the most drugs packs everywhere. The problem is not Guns with everywhere. Like, yeah. the material yeah. and the content. The problem is that's all that people are given the option of or shown. Yeah. Yeah. the option that you can do. Yeah. that's the issue. Not yeah. that. That there's that the because there's always going to be everything in the world, yeah, that you can think of, yeah. But when that's the only option that you're shown, that's where the problem lies. Yeah, I, this I, is I, why you're on Thermal Sounds Track Life Radio yeah. because and that's we know what, you are it, another option if you yeah. need to hear about. And this is why we're here to show people other options out there other than the other. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I also feel there's a responsibility as like I mean I think that we're in a way where it's like. Like, look, like, like, I don't want to look back and just be like, yo, hip hop was so dope in like the 80s and 90s. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then this happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was great until X happened. You know what I mean? Like, until it moved in this direction or whatever. Like, that to me is like, like, that's lame because we're still, like, we're in an era now where it's easier to make music than it's ever been. Um, it's it's more access to to producers, you know, like through social media, through, you know, you can find all these different folks. Um, there's a lot to say. We're in, a, we're in an era where there's a million things going on. There's a million things to talk about, and so it's like, and it's very easy to get your music out. Distribution is is super easy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like back in the day, it's like I got to to get my 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 joint into like a, a CD store. You know what I mean? Like please I'm, listen I'm, to my demo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Please, yeah. Please listen to my demo. Now it's like I could record something tonight, put it on iTunes. It's there tomorrow. By the morning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's there, and um, and so that does lead to like a saturation of like oversaturation of a lot of garbage. Uh, but to me, I'm like, yo, what is this era about? 
And I, when I work with artists, I'm like, what, what do you want? What do you want to say? What do you, like, like we're in a period where I feel like you, you could really make an imprint. You could really like have a lasting impression on the next generation. Are we just gonna say, oh, no, young, young, young town is just they're just whack. They just it's just mumble rap, which is it's false. Because no, for me, it's all about the discovery. Yeah, how willing are you to discover something else that's not in those options that you're being shown? Because there's a lot out here. Yeah, that great phenomenal like talented like all over the place that you can find and we Absolutely. find some of them here so it's like how committed are you to taking that extra step to find something that's not just so easy for you to just you know be you know force fed yeah i mean you, you, someone could argue that this is the best era for hip-hop ever you know you like, could you, argue, argue, you that. Could argue that yeah like back in the day people used yeah, to dig that, yeah. people used to dig in the crates and find find records that's like, my now point. You got to dig through stuff. You got to dig through a lot more. You know, what I'm saying like on streaming, it's, it's rather than getting the, the same seven that's on everywhere else, you got to dig. You got to dig. So people could. Uh, so not to control the truth. I apologize. But when people keep saying I can't stand that radio station, I'm like, well then go and dig. Yeah. Like you, you have the ability to go and dig and go find, search, yeah. and you will find. And the day when you found, when C2 be searching for stuff. Oh, I, like, Kev, I got another track. Like, I, I, got some, I got some tracks to see truth. And it's like, wow. Where'd you find that? Digging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Digging. Yeah. And it's, it's just beautiful. It's not different. People are like, oh, is it? it's not different. It's the same. Like you said, you, you used to dig, dig in the crates back then. Now you have to dig in different ways. It's not crates. It's different technology, but Surf. you're still digging. Yeah. It's still the same process. Yeah. But people tend to get that twisted. Yeah. And don't understand that it's still the same process. So they don't but, take the initiative and go on doing the work right, to go search. Right. They rather somebody giving right. them the same seven yeah. and then complain to them, but give it to them. But you keep looking at them as right. your source. Yeah, they give it to you. It's yeah, cool. it, it 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 does require a little bit more work now because I think that there were there were fewer outlets and there were you know magazines or there were certain places that were saying this putting their stamp on things. And now there's a there's a lot more. Right. So you you as a you know as a listener you have to do a little bit more work exactly you know but when you find it I think it's more rewarding it you know what I mean certainly when, you is. Some, when you stumble you're like oh wow who's this absolutely you know absolutely it's thermal sound waves a natural alternative hey. to fast food radio track life radio WLGK we here with Segnon the producer MC sometimes um, here on the program <laughs> <So dumb. laughs> discussing the journey now when you making a dish or you you're a chef and stuff like that. You know, you put different ingredients into the particular plate that you're that you're doing. As a producer, it's kind of a similar process where you're putting different ingredients into the particular um, piece that you're you're making. What are some of the other areas of interest in your life that you have that you put into um, the things that you create? You know, like like a chef would do. Like you know, other other areas of life. Like oh, I like you know jazz or art or, or such and such and such yeah i mean i'm, I'm a big uh I'm, I'm into politics um and you know so and, and i watch the news and so like and right now you know the news is, is crazy so <laughs> like, the show. yeah 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 exactly exactly so sometimes I, I don't even realize it's happening but like if i'm feeling frustrated all of a sudden i hear some beats i'm like yo this is it's kind of aggressive <laughs> you know what i mean like i didn't know i didn't know i was going through this you know what i mean um but when I'm it, to me, it's more mood wise. I mean, I'm I, I'm a big exercise person. So if I'm in the if I'm in like a zone where I'm running regularly and my my, my, my zone is calm and relaxed, you know, maybe I make a little more smoothed out kind of like vibes. So it, to me, it move it fluctuates with with my with kind of like my moods. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, like if, if I if I get in the zone where I'm watching, I'm also a big film guy. You know, TV like Netflix binging. Uh, so if I get into like a certain series or something like that, then like it kind of has me in a certain way. Then I'm all of a sudden I'm just like I'm locked in, and the and the production kind of goes in that direction. So me, gotcha. it's more like it's like tonal. You know what I mean? Gotcha. It's kind of based in my mood. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, if we took away anything music, music wise, no machine, no NPC, nothing yeah. like that. What would some of the other things in life, Segnon would be doing? I would probably be, I'd probably be involved in politics. I'd probably be behind the scenes in politics because that's 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 something that, that that drives me. Because I do feel like, I think that I think the overlap between music and politics is that, you know, that when you put something out there, it has the ability to influence a lot of people. You know what I mean? And when you create something, you say something, uh, it, it can really move people. Um, and that's that's why I like that's my my when I think about music and I'm, I'm like I want to make music that has something to say that's like, you know, actually going to have an impact on people. Um, you know, politics and people, you know, you could be cynical about politics and all that stuff, and I get it, and I'm cynical about politics too, with good reason. But it's still in a, in a, a way to have an effect on people. It's still a way to move the needle, you know what I mean? It's still a way to, to, to impact things. And so, um, and I, I do think there's an element of like, let's not do anything, let's, this is all BS that like is, is used against us, you know what I mean? I, I do think that's sometimes put in there to like, to make us just feel like we got no control I'm like, if, they, if it really didn't have any impact, then why would they be doing voter suppression and all that stuff? You know what I mean? Like, Question for you. If you're into politics, yeah, have you heard of the term ADOS? No, I haven't heard that, actually. ADOS. It's called African Descendants of Slaves. They are, it's part of the reparations movement. Yeah, I've heard of it. They feel that, you know what, hey, listen, for the people that's been here, yeah, family's been here and went through slavery, everything, they feel they should get reparations. Yeah. Like how other groups got reparations. Japanese got reparations. The uh, Caucasian Jewish people got rep- reparations. I think Italians did too. Other people, whatever. Uh, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like people should get reparations if you've been used and abused to build something and people got gained off of it? Do you feel like you should get reparations? Absolutely. I mean, I, th- I think that to me is a, is a no-brainer. Um, will it happen? Unlikely. You know what I mean? Like, does that mean we shouldn't fight for it? We should still fight for it. But will it happen? I, I don't think it's likely to happen. I, I think it's become it's become something that I've been seeing a lot more people talking about in, on democratic politics, talking a lot about reparation. I feel like a lot of people are saying it because they 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 want to talk to to black folks, but they don't really think it's actually going to happen. That, that's my, my my move on it. Is I think there's a lot of people saying it, but they don't really believe that they don't really have the weight behind it. They they know I'm, I'm going to say this and see see what happens. In addition to that, how do you feel about the town hall? Uh, debate with Gabbard and Kamala Harris. So you said you watched Boston. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you watched that part when they had the the debate, the, the Democratic debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Gabbard go after uh, Kamala Harris uh, on her record on as a prosecutor, and you know, um, I mean, I, I I feel like Kamala Harris, she's got some issues. You know, she she's someone who she came up as a prosecutor in California. She um, she did a lot that was criminalizing a lot of black folks, a lot of black and brown people. And I think that there was an era in politics where as a Democrat, you were, it was beneficial to be tough on crime. I mean, we saw this in the 90s with like Bill Clinton and, you know, Joe Biden and crime bill and, you know, welfare reform. And, you know, it was, it was, it was the way to like, 
I, I get where they were coming from from a the train. From, yeah, it was like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, they're, they're going to come at, at Democrats as being soft on crime. I'm a dead that issue by by being extra hard. So I saw what what the thinking was, um, and there was a, there was a, a period where that was winning, and I think she came up as a politician with that mindset of like this is what this is what Democrats do. And I'm, we I'm saw commit. later on how Bill Clinton said I got to apologize for what I did. Yep, Joe because Biden I put too. so I put so many people in prison. Yep. and I didn't realize. Uh, whether he did or he didn't, he obviously said this is what he did because, like you said, that was the the wave yeah. for them. Yeah, what they were doing. But it's also interesting how Gabriel mentioned, like, hey, listen, man, you put a lot of people in prison for weed crimes, but you laughed on another program about smoking weed. Like, yeah, yeah. I did it. You was laughing. Yeah. So how contradictory is that? That's crazy. Yeah, and I think that she, that's something she's gonna have to deal with, and I don't think she dealt with it well last night. It's been, it's been out there too. It's been out in the news for a little while. There've been there've been oh, stories yeah. about it. She should have been better prepared to handle it. But the reality is I don't think she's got a good answer because she didn't handle it well. She and, has no and yeah, she's got no good answer for it. And I think that that's something that she's got to reckon with. And the crazy thing is that like people look at her and going, oh she's you know, it's Democratic primary. Black vote matters a lot in the Democratic primary. And they're going, all right, well she's 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 gonna win the black vote. It's a lot of black folks who don't really <laughs> mess with with, with <laughs> Kamala Harris. You know, and with good reason, and, and you know, and she, she, in my mind, she's not really speaking to black folks. That's just, that's just me. Gotcha. Now, lastly, um, if you you were to get a budget to make a film, make a movie on yourself, your life, your journey, or whatever it is that you want to do, Michael B. Jordan would start. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that, no, I'm just, I'm playing. I'm no, playing. That, that was my Mikey. second question. <laughs> who, who would play you? I haven't spoke to him in a while. And shout out to Mikey. <laughs> What what would it be like? What, what what would the film be? Man, it would be an interesting story, and the story is is still you know is still unfinished because I still got a lot of things to do. Like I feel like I'm I'm in I'm in the first chapter. You know what I mean? Um, but the story would be one of you know someone who who fought for what they believed in, someone who uh, you know always tried to speak out and tried to uh, say something that could have an impact on people in a positive way. Um, you know, everything I do musically, everything, like, there's a lot of artists who've been around for a while. Like, when you, if you walk, look, look back and you look at early Jay stuff and you see what he was trying to do, what he's trying to build as far as, like, you know, uh, his businesses and where he's at now. You, you look at people like Kendrick and you see the, the through line of, like, the consistency within the messaging of what they've been doing. Nipsey Hussle, you know, like you see that from when he was 19 years old talking about, you know, ownership and all that stuff. Um, I always feel like the, like, great art comes from people who, they're thinking bigger than just Kanye even too, you know, like even with all the criticism, he's always been talking about like doing more, you know, talking about doing architecture and fashion, all this stuff. Um, to me, I'm like, like a lot of artists, it comes from a place of you have something to say, you know, you have something you want to do beyond just like, I, do, I don't want to just make beats. I don't want to just, just rap. Like it's, it's, a, it's a vehicle, you know, uh, and so. You know, when, I, when I'm at the point where I've gotten, where I feel comfortable, like I'm in the first part of that movie, you know, I will have had something to say at the end of the, that movie. So, gotcha. Second on, ladies and gentlemen, right here, Thermal Sound Waves. Yeah. Where can people find more of the things that you're doing, your music, and get in contact with you if they want you to produce something or even maybe score their film? Yeah, yeah. Um, they can find me on Instagram, Segnon TV. Um, if they want to look for the music I've done, they should definitely check out Lafayette Stokely. Um, check out Chris Saunders' album. Um, uh, Liquid Therapy, uh, Life As We Know It by, by Lafayette Stokely. And yeah, just hit me up on Instagram, Segnon TV. Definitely. Do you also work with other producers too? Yeah, I, I co-produce a little bit with some other producers every now and again. Yeah. 
What about veteran producers? Not not yet. I've, I've me and Ilman were supposed to do something, but wow, still still Ilman. waiting here. Yeah, <laughs> what's gonna happen with that track? I'm gonna say truth. I'm gonna talk to a uh, producer, Charlemagne, the real Charlemagne. I'm gonna talk to him. Okay. About you, he yeah produced for people like Jay Z, okay, uh, Kelly, and uh, Natural Elements, and a whole lot of other people as well too. That's what's up. Definitely. Well, thank you for being on the program. Thank uh, you for taking me. time out to you know yeah. come through and whatnot. It was great learning about. You know all the things that you've done and, and been doing, and uh, definitely looking forward to seeing what uh, comes next. You know, out of out of the uh, Segnon chapter. You know thank what you, mean? thank you, and appreciate being here. Thank absolutely, absolutely. It's thermal sound waves, the natural alternative to fast food radio. Thermal sound wave, wave.